This is Prince Hanley coming to you with 100,000 watts of pure love. I want to talk to you today about ideas and associates. In the Tanakh, in the Jewish scriptures, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 13:20, He that walks with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. If you want to improve your intellect, your acumen, the interaction of your intelligence, and to augment your intellectual abilities, choose out wise associates. I try to pray for me and my children every day that God will give us His choice of associates. Sometimes prayers take a while. You see, my friend, you want only God's choice of associates. That doesn't mean you don't love other people. That doesn't mean you don't interact with other people. But your close associates, those that are your key associates, you want them to be God's choice for you. Years ago, when I first started a nonprofit corporation, I prayed that God would lead me in the selection of directors. And I had several directors through the years, but God would lead me to wonderful, godly people. Every one of them was a godly person. But I remember three in particular that I had. One was named Ed Lindquist. He had been associated with Gray Advertising in Detroit, and they did all Ford's advertising. Another one was Al Hagen, who was director of marketing and advertising for Toyota in the United States. Another one was Magdi Gerges, Mike Gerges, my Egyptian friend, whose father was one of the third wealthiest men in Egypt and whose father had more political power than Nasser did when he was head of Egypt. And my friend Magni had to be smuggled out of Egypt because he became a Christian, and they had him on the blacklist for, quote-unquote, trying to Christianize the nation. And he had paid some Druze to smuggle him out, and finally up over the hills in, uh, in Syria, he got out of the country. When Magni Gerges came to the United States, he was educated. He was an engineer, but he couldn't get a job because he had never worked. He had no work experience. He was wealthy. They had a stable of, I forget, 13 or 18 automobiles in their home. And as I said, his father was third wealthiest man in Egypt. And the first job he got was cleaning out restrooms in filling stations. But ultimately, he finally got work and became an engineer for Hughes Aircraft. But these men were key to me. And they were associates. And we didn't spend a lot of time together, but the time we spent was very critical and crucial. Matter of fact, Ed Lindquist went on to start his own nonprofit corporation. He gave me a bunch of money, and finally, after a while, I gave it back to him, and I said, you know, Ed, for some reason, God wants me to give you this money back. It's important to obey the Holy Spirit, my friend. Money isn't everything. The whole world is not about money. The whole world's about God. You cannot serve God and money, that Scripture says. You put God first. There's nothing evil with money, like nothing evil with a television. It's what you do with it. The Bible never says money's evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. So I listened to God and gave that money back, quite a sum of money, to Ed Lindquist, and he used it to start his own nonprofit corporation. But you see, it wasn't for me, and we need to be sensitive. We need to discern what's of God and what's not of God. We need to also discern what God wants us to receive and what God does not want us to receive. Every day I pray, God, give me discernment over people, things, and situations. You need that discernment, my friend, because we're in the world, but we're not of it. Because if you know the Lord, if you've been born again, if you've received Yeshua as your Messiah, and the Spirit of God lives in you, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. So you need God's discernment. You need the discernment of the Holy Spirit. 
So anyway, I had felt led to start a a corporation, uh, and I had a vision when I was preaching in the open air one time. It was not an ocular vision, but a mental vision. And while I was preaching in the open air, I had such a great anointing on me. and probably been fasting. I don't remember. While I was preaching, my heart was crying out to God. I was reaching multitudes, reaching thousands just that day, ministering in the open air. But my heart was crying out, Lord, how can I reach the whole world? And God spoke to me while I was preaching to these crowds. God spoke to me through the media. So I started a corporation called Ruach Advertising. Ruach in Hebrew means spirit. And I had different ideas. The Lord had gave me different times. Remember, in the last two podcasts, we talked about being a good steward of ideas. We talked also about ideas and miracles. In this one, we're talking about ideas and associates. But one of the times, I had an idea of uh, having billboards for Jesus and of supplying people with blueprints and building instructions for putting up their own billboards. So the Lord gave me this idea, but I didn't really know how to implement it. So I called together a body of men, and Mike Gerges came together with several other men and several engineers from Hughes Aircraft. One of the men at Hughes in the engineering department was also a cartoonist, and I shared my idea with them. And we were there maybe just an hour in that meeting. They each had a different assignment to do, and we met again in, I don't know, maybe two weeks, three weeks, and fantastic what we had put together. So I had, as I remember, seven different billboard plans, and these were all engineered. And I worked with another engineer who was head of the Placentia Planning Department, a civil engineer, and he approved these plans and put his stamp of approval and certified the plans. They were all safe and sound. And so we had the like a mini plan, and we had a maxi plan, and we had plans in between, and people could choose which plans they want. And they were a success. The cartoonist had put together a brochure describing this plan, how people could reach the multitudes of their community with the billboards. And it was a tremendous brochure, beautiful brochure. Had each model plan and the sizes and so forth. And then the cartoonist did lots of good artwork in between in the pages. And I remember a retired Air Force officer received one of these, I believe in the state of Maine, somewhere in New England. And he financed five billboards for the Lord right in his area. But these were a great success. Well, one of my friends had also held a Bible study in his home, was very high up in Pacific Telephone Corporation. And he went with me to the planning commission in Los Angeles. Well, I also received a communication from a fellow who was a Spanish pastor in downtown L.A. at a church right where the Harbor Freeway and the Santa Monica Freeway join right in the key hub of the downtown L.A. Metroplex. And he wanted to put up a billboard. So I went down there and saw him, and we had spatial plans drawn up for this billboard. Now, this took a spatial light, 24 feet long, about 8 meters long, so that it could be lighted at night. I found only one place that had a light this size that I could utilize for this particular design, and it was somewhere in the state of Utah, in the western part of the United States. And so I ordered the sign. I don't remember if I made a down payment or a deposit or whatever, but it was very expensive. I did not have the money. Well, the day the payment was due for the sign, nobody knew that I owed this money or anything. The money came in to the either penny or dollar to pay for this sign. So we got the sign in. It was shipped to Los Angeles. The sign went up on top of this Spanish church. So the sign was in, ready to go on top of this big, giant billboard in downtown L.A. 
but I had to get the plans approved by the city. So when my friend Wally Hagee from Pacific Bell went up with me to the planning commission in L.A., I think we're up on the third floor or fifth floor, I don't remember. And the guy looks at the plans and he says, you can't do this. Now, we already had a lot of time and expense in the project. He said, this goes against codes and laws five different ways. First of all, on a sign, you can only have ID. In other words, the identification of the sign. You can't just put up any message. The message on this sign was very plain. It had a Star of David, and it said, Messiah Jesus is God our salvation. Also, it violated the city codes because there was an ordinance that a sign could not be nearer than so many feet to the freeway, and this was just hugging right up against it. Also, because of the lighting, the size, there was also a zoning restriction against it where they were trying not to get too many signs in a particular area. Anyway, five giant violations of city codes. This I want you to listen to, my friend. This is where I learned never take no for an answer. So the guy says, you cannot do this. It violates the codes and the covenants five different ways. I just looked at him. My friend Wally Hagee was standing beside me, the executive from Pacific Bell, Pac Bell Telephone, and he learned a great lesson that day, too. He was just kind of tagging along with me, like to travel around with me. I just stared at the man behind the counter at the zoning commission. I didn't say anything. I just looked at him. I didn't say one word. I don't know how much time went by. Finally, the man says, let me go upstairs and check something or check with someone. (laughs) I don't know how long it was. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, the man comes down, and he says, it's all approved. (laughs) Praise God. I want to tell you, my friend, Wally Hagee almost had a heart attack right there. He told me later, he said, I have never seen not only such a miracle, but such a series of miracles in so short a time. He said, this was an impossibility five different ways. My friend, God is the God of the impossible. In Jeremiah chapter 32:27 in the Tanakh we read Behold I am the Lord God of all flesh nothing is too hard for me So my friend never take no So the billboard went up and that billboard for several years reached multiplied millions of people tens of thousands every day and multiplied millions of people through the years day and night But what I didn't tell you, at the particular place where this billboard was, in key traffic time, not only morning but evening, and even throughout the middle part of the day, traffic would just creep around, inch around, inch by inch, around this sign because there was a bottleneck there, and see this sign with the Star of David that said, Messiah Jesus is God our salvation. And by the way, this was a particular area where some of the wealthiest Jews in the world had to go by every day. This was the main thoroughfare from downtown L.A. as it turned off going out to Westwood, Beverly Hills, Rodale Drive, Brentwood, and other areas. So when God gives you an idea, you need to make sure you're a good steward of it. And when God gives you an idea, realize there's going to be miracles attached to it. There will be an anointing on that idea, resident in or upon that idea by the Holy Spirit. And when God gives you an idea, if you don't know how to do it, then you need to choose wise companions, wise associates to help you implement that idea. You see, my friend, we need to have a spirit of excellence in everything that we do under the Lord. Well, I hope this message has helped you, my friend. 
This is your friend, Prince Hanley, coming to you with 100,000 watts of pure Holy Spirit miracle-working love. Baruch Abba Adonai. 